chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. And I tell you what, there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush that's been an absolute pain in the butt. That's what she said. (laughs) Hey now. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. What's the opposite of chuffed? Chafed? Yeah. You're chafed right now, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't know uh, we were running Stevens Point Radio. I thought this was ESPN Madison, <laughs> not some college Stephen station. A. Rutledge. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Dave, and Deer, Dave the uh, Deerfield man who wants to get us lunch. Stephen A. Diva Rutledge and Matt, son Stephen of... Stephen A. Rutledge. Uh, Matt, son of Scott. No, no, no. Don't weekdays 2 to 4. He's uh, right. Says the best time of the day. Thanks, I Dave. agree. Thank you. We got. We still have to actually figure out. Now, Dave, I'll be honest. It's not a you thing. We don't eat lunch together. So we have to figure out how the three of us and then meet with you to get lunch together because he still wants to buy his lunch. Yeah. But that is a us thing, Dave, because we barely eat lunch together. I, I feel like I, <laughs> for some reason, when I'm in curling season, I definitely make more time to like hit you guys up and get lunch. Yeah. Because this summer, I am like... It's got things to do and chores to do, so I'm coming in like right at like one o'clock and then dipping out right at like four fifteen. Just get me out, get me into you this do summer that world anyway. No, you know, in the winter I would hang out a little bit longer. To or I'd what? Come in. Four eighteen? No, no, no. I hung out and had a beer with you and would chill and listen to Galzo and Brussels while you produced every once in a while. I'm just saying, in the winter that I'm a little bit more as hell, Actually, uh, should we get a drink after the show? You have time? No. Get a course, I have to show. Like checking his phone. Checking. Uh, I, I'll be there. I'll, I'll text the wife. Let me let me see what I got. I don't think I have much going on. I gotta check with the boss. Oh my goodness. I, I, here's the thing. I, remember, I golfed. Remember earlier. Hold this on. Week hold on. So he, before. Remember and most, earlier this week when he said I wear the pants in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. And wrong. now he's checking with his wife to see if he can have a beer with us right here immediately after the show. To be fair. Oh, and I assumed you meant we'd yeah. head down next yeah. door. Okay, regardless. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Immediately after the show. So I do want to clarify, and any of our listeners who are also golfers can probably back me up here. I golfed three times this week. My my weekend is her weekend now. I've used up all of my allocated free time for the week. Okay, so there is that part to it. I think that's fair, too. Like I spent probably at least 10 hours this week on a golf course of my own free time. And my wife does... Contrary to popular belief, she does like hanging out with me. So, Are you sure about that? I, I believe so. Otherwise, I don't think she'd raise such a stink when I'm telling her I want to go golfing again. <laughs> Maybe she just doesn't want you to have fun. She doesn't actually enjoy your company, <laughs> yeah, but like, you're I'll be damned yeah, if you have fun so. on my watch. You're my soulmate. You do things with me only. Let's yeah. go. That, I mean... Did you guys have your discussion yet about soulmates? No. No? Not, not even going to open that can of worms unless it comes up. I'll give you four days. Four days to what? Till I send her the clip. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do it. You just might as well just wait four days and send it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to bring gonna it send up. it unless you get a beer with me after the show. <laughs> well, I'm finding out if it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to check with the boss. To check with mom. See if he's going to stay out. Can I stay out a little bit later? Just a little bit. I'll be home for dinner still. Though. Literally, my response was just Matthew. 
<laughs> so I'm pretty sure I did commit to something after work. Oh boy. Uh oh. Oh boy. Yeah, I literally did not even get. I said plans now, tonight? Now. Question mark. And she just said Matthew. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, no. well, that was a horrible way to set that up. You're making it sound like we're booking you for the whole night. Right. Good point. We need, you're we right. need an hour. Hey, you're right. I too have a boss. I have to head home at five. So like, I'm not, I'm only talking a little bit of a game here. Okay. okay. But like, you know, I just feel like Alex. I think it's fair to say Matt used to give us to like four thirty, four forty-five, and then he'd head home. Yeah. Typically, yeah. Yeah. Now it's you now know, it's four oh two. Summertime. Summertime. All right. So tough to beat okay, the weather. So, so you said plans tonight. And she just said, Matthew. Yeah. What oh was boy. your response? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> just just kidding. Got you. <laughs> I was testing you. I'm excited. We have an issue, for our plans You today. don't know what you're doing still. <laughs> this is, no, I, I, think she, I think she has plans. I think I can have a beer. I think she has the plans. You don't know, though. No, she just said right, so she does not believe me. <laughs> She's uh, on to my games. I'm not fooling anybody anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even fooling well, our listeners. But you <laughs> you kind of buried yourself real quick. Yeah, like, oh, yeah yes. I mean, like that's a hard hole to dig out of. I would have been pretty impressed <laughs> if you uh, dug out of it. The only yeah. thing you could have dug out of was like take a big swing and be like, you're right, that's right, you got a thing tonight. Yeah. Like That would have been like the swing. But if you think miss, we have a, I think we have a friend in a play, and I think she's going to that friend's play. But you're not. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, you don't don't like live shows. Don't like live <laughs> no, shows. I'll that includes Broadway. <laughs> I'll go see something at the Overture Center. I do not want to see any friend in a play. Yeah, yeah. God. Oh, come on. Support the arts, you I guys. went and saw him one time, and it was like, it, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was still like in a high school gymnasium. It still felt weird. I love going to the Children's Theater Madison. They do good shows, and like I just don't want to see just some rando. Yeah, I mean that's totally what I it mean, is. Even they're like, my friend, young, like, like, it's not a rando. Inspired. Yeah, but it's still your friend, and they're doing what a show with yeah. a bunch of. She, they're she's like tree number one so in the I, Wizard of Oz. If I was in a show <laughs> and I was tree number one, you're telling me you two wouldn't come see it? No. Probably not. Oh, maybe. Maybe I'd see. I'm not going to come more than once. That's for sure. Oh no. I'm going to watch your show one time. And that'll yeah, be yeah, way to rephrase that on the rebound. Yes, yeah, thank yeah, you for not just glossing over that for us. Oh, man. Good job, Jim. Yes. <laughs> I, knew you, I saw you like, have to bite your tongue there. All right. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. We did have a um, – we did throw it out there. What would you go to Milwaukee for? Sattler Madison says the Harley-Davidson Museum and the Milwaukee Mile. Both things in Milwaukee. I've been yeah. to the Harley Davidson Museum. We had a Wisconsin Sports Wars there. Where did they used to hold the Greater Milwaukee Open? What golf I've course? I've been to that too, and I have no idea. I feel like it was in Brown Deer. Somebody can send me that because that's a course I would love to play. I think, and again, is that I, Tiger Woods' first first win? Okay, I was just going to say. Well, that. it was the first win or first appearance. First PGA. I think it was like his first appearance. Yeah, or was like, it win as like a PGA person? Oh, like okay. As like a member, whatever it is, a member. Uh, I think that was his, that was that appearance. I thought but it was But back there chugging water and not looking this up for us, but that's fine. I'll do it. All right. Do you believe Jordan Love can have a better statistical season than Aaron Rodgers did one year ago? Uh, the numbers, if you are listening, 3,695 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 54% of you say, yeah, he can outdo that. Tiger Woods made his professional debut in 1996 in Brown Deer. 
There you go. So I was right on all that. I said it wasn't brown deer, and I said that uh, Tiger Woods made his special view. Mr. Golf. Jim you Rutledge. are it's Mr. Golf. Why you're on ESPN Radio, baby. Back when I had time on my hands to give a, th- give a crap about things like golf, uh, I actually knew it. Now I, I just don't have time. And now, obviously, it's it's horrendous. Uh, you know, because, you know, they're awful people. Uh, in Madden, uh, it's Ron and the key ass in Madden. As far as the uh, the stats, could he outpa- outpace those stats? Could you think you could have... Alex, you're a Madden player here, right? You like play Madden? Yeah, I do. Did you just call me a Madden head again? I stopped myself. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. So Why, why do you keep adding head on the other? You get something on your mind, Jimmy? <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> but the question is, like, are you excited to play with Jordan Love this year in Madden? Honestly, yes, but that's because it's brand new. Right? Like, I've played with... Can I brace you for... Can I tell you what, though? <laughs> I, I will not use the Packers in the online. Like, when I'm playing somebody online, I won't use the Packers. Okay. Because I like having a quarterback with at least some mobility, and I imagine since Jordan Love's a first-year starter, they're not going to give him any until he uses or makes some plays with you his know, legs. I'm sure they'll give him, like, a... Yeah, but he won't be Rodgers level. He probably won't be uh, obviously Lamar or Fields level. Um, so I, 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 he'd just probably be really slow to play with because we don't know how good he is. But forget that. Like playing a mad, like playing with crappy quarterbacks, is, like it's the impossible. curse of Bears fans. Because like you're trying to go out there and like win a game with Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback. Even last year with Justin Fields, like he was a really good runner, but like it took like two years to get him to like you could play with him as a passer. Uh, so. Yeah, that's going to be a struggle if you play with the Packers on Madden. Just a little, just a thought I had be. in my head here. Yeah, but, it will be. Uh, shot in there from Ron and the Key. But right now, most of y'all insane. What do you guys fall on this? I haven't got your takes. Would you bet money, real money, whatever real money means to you, would you bet real money that Jordan Love would have a better statistical season next season than Aaron Rodgers did in his last season as a Packers starter? I think... The yards he could get close to, I don't think he's going to uh, exceed the touchdowns. And I think 12 is probably pretty close for the picks he'll have. Maybe a little higher. So, like, no. I think Aaron Rodgers' numbers last year will be better. The yards, I think, will be close. I think 3,700 yards is in the realm of possibility for Jordan Love. Strophy? I'm going back and forth on this. This is a good question. I I think it'll be close. My only thing is at for the touchdowns, I think that we're just gonna end up giving the ball a lot to like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon in you know, inside the ten yard line and it's not gonna necessarily like vulture some touchdowns from Jordan Love, but like he's gonna be I think he's gonna be fine. I don't think touchdowns are gonna be a great indicator of how good he is look, this year. Look, if he plays all seventeen games, that's less than two a game. So if he has, you know, if he can throw at least one touchdown a game, and he has a couple games where there's three, and maybe even a game with four, he might even or even get five. a couple with his legs. I don't know if he's going to throw for more than three in a game. That's a he'll have a four touchdown game. I'm telling you that right now. Okay, really. I like the optimism. Seems like almost every quarterback that starts all 17 has a pretty good shot, if not, does it at some point. So do you think he's going to pass these numbers or be? be- have better numbers. I also don't think he's going to have sixty-five percent completion percentage or sixty-four point six. No, I, I agree. With I that. think he's going to be closer to the sixty. I would love to see sixty. I, actually, I, th- I think he'll throw less than twelve interceptions. That'll be my prediction on the. So topic. you have, to- you have Jordan Love being in the top 
seven in touchdown passes next year. That's where Aaron Rodgers finished. Twenty six uh, was I number didn't say seven. Touchdowns. I didn't say. I said interceptions. Okay, but I like the touchdown number to me. I think is what the people are kind yeah, of forgetting. Last year was a weird year, though, because there was a lot of quarterback injuries and like who who, who threw the most? Mahomes forty one. Then Joe Burrow thirty nine, and then thirty uh, thirty five for uh, excuse me Burrow and Allen, and then Geno at thirty, and then twenty nine for Cousins and Goff. Yeah, like, only four quarterbacks over thirty touchdowns. I feel like that's low. Uh, I'm just, but that's the whole point that injuries happen. Like, is Jordan Love actually going to play? You're right. He still would have been top ten though. The following year, oh, 2021, it still would have been top ten. Like, you do you think Jordan Love's going to be in the top ten in TDs with this receiving core? Probably not. Yeah, but I don't think he throws 12 interceptions. I think 20 and 12 is is probably a real number. Here's the thing. I think, I think he could have a four interceptions, and, uh, three interception day. Strophy, let's right. let's right. say he has if he has 12 interceptions, I think six of them you're going to be able to chalk up to inexperience at wide receiver. <sighs> I'm just trying to be hopeful. It's Friday. That you does, guys are bringing me down. That's not bad. Like he doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers to have hope for him next oh, he's year. Be better than Aaron Rodgers. Having numbers better than Aaron had last year is not like his, it's not like in his contract. You're gonna get a bonus Aaron if you do Rogers this. Aaron Rodgers won four MVPs in his tenure as a Packer, right? Four, yeah, four mm-hmm. MVPs for Rodgers. Yeah. Jordan Love's gonna win four MVPs this year. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the other part: as Strofe is on one today, the interception thing of like I could see a multiple interception day. Because the weird thing also that you have to kind of account for, and again, I'm an expert in back quarterback play, is. Aaron, elite at not letting an interception bother him. Most quarterbacks, especially when they're young, you throw one and then you you end up... Floodgates open. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're trying not to throw one and then you throw another because you're trying to... Like, it rolls downhill for mediocre... Really, anything outside of like good to elite quarterbacks, interceptions can roll downhill on you. Huh? Unless you're like Alex Smith. Which, again, I honestly feel like... Jordan Love and Alex Smith is the comp. Like I think, Alex Smith was the number one overall pick. Like I, that would be amazing. But he if was Jordan remarkably Love could be as good as. That's just like it's that's a long shot. I'm not saying that that's even what I would want for the future of the Packers. But like as far as a pick goes, if you can get an Alex Smith out of it, he was a former number one pick overall. Like that'd be amazing. Yeah, but he finishes his career with basically a two to one touchdown interception ratio and completed sixty two percent of his passes. Alex Smith is kinda like a lesser Kirk Cousins. He was a game manager. He could never get it done. Yeah, he's like Jimmy Garoppolo one point oh, he's like the original so, Jimmy Garoppolo. And honestly here Alex Smith, I think if you average it out, he'd be like a twenty touchdown, ten interception guy for three thousand yards and 65, 66% uh, completion percentage. Yeah. And he's just a guy that can win you some regular season games and in the playoffs you're cooked. He's not going to get it done. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Jordan Love can do. But I feel like that's his ceiling. The thing because is, to try to say that he, bar, his ceiling is greatness is a big stretch. I mean, yeah, I, I just, this talk so early about it. It's like we haven't even, we've seen him play seven quarters of football. Let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit before we start crowning this guy a four-time MVP in one season. Or, or we start saying this guy is like going to be brutal. He's probably going to be fine. And these numbers, they're not like insane, but we've had Aaron Rodgers. So these, yeah, these are meh numbers for Aaron Rodgers fans and co- people that are used to watching him play quarterback. We're going to have Jordan Love now. It's going to be different. We're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to scheme people open. It's ain't the same offense. The, the numbers, it's going to be comparing apples to oranges. This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. There's three of us, though. Do we make an extra right? Rob Bass, does he have an answer for us? Um, I mean, it, it, the more the merrier is the phrase that I stick with. So, Are you internationally known? No. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, I am. Are you known to rock a microphone, Alex Stroh? Damn straight. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, it was his Tinder profile, him <laughs> rocking a microphone. Fact. <laughs> hey, sympathy or attraction, one of the two. Work. Whatever works. Yeah, he's I'll, got a roommate now. Either of them. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Alex Stroff winning in life. Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge with you. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Uh, let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. It is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton each and every day. I scour the interwebs to figure out what the heck has happened in the last 24 hours. I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll scroll them throughout, and at the end, I will crown a winner of Friday's edition of Throwing Stones. Fellas, I want to start with the debate I heard this morning on Wilde and Tausch, which was Jason Wilde uh, explaining to Jesse and Tausch, which you hear weekday mornings, 9 to noon, that he is not going to allow his kids to get a slip and slide. He thinks it's dangerous, and he does not think uh, a slip and slide would be safe for his uh, for his two daughters. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to like my Boston. Voice. You think you're better than me? My, my <laughs> so, kids have so, a slip inside. Tausch and uh, Tausch and Jesse were appalled. As was I. Yes, I, I I loved to slip and slide when I was younger. But Jason uh, put the clamps on that, and his daughter nicknamed him the Killer of Summer Fun, which is hilarious. Jimmy, you said it because uh, I was going to ask you this. Yeah. Your kids have a slip and slide. Are you worried that they will injure themselves? Uh, they're going to injure themselves in some way, but just not in a serious way. Because here's the pro tip I'll give you: don't do it now. Like I got on the slip and slide, and I thought I was going to die. Oh no! Because the ground is super hard. Like it's oh, just man. not what you imagine. You go and you throw on it. You throw your jump on it. You throw your body on it. You're flying, and you're way bigger than you were when you were a kid. You smash your body all over the place. I think it's great for kids. I think it's a great time. But I would say just be careful. As an adult, because it is a great way your body is not built. Little kids, they don't have any ligaments. They Bones, knock on wood, you rarely break. It's four kids. You can throw your body all different directions and smash into things, and you're fine. At 43, which neither one of you are, so I do not care for either one of your opinions on it, I would not recommend it. I think that... First of all, Jason is a killer of fun, of summer fun. Slip and slides are essential. Um, we made an adult slip and slide at a uh, backyard barbecue at one of my friend's places. There's a nice little like downhiller mm-hmm. setup that they got. So you can get not a true slip and slide. We went and bought like a big plastic sheet from Menards for covering like whatever you want. Yeah. But it's it's basically like 20 feet wide and it went like 100 feet. Yeah. 
So we put hoses and sprinklers out on it yeah. and grabbed a bunch of Dawn dish soap. Yeah. And everyone soaped up. But what we did is we put a table at the end and played flip cup. But instead of once the cup was flipped and landed upside down, the next person had to fly down the slip and slide, get up, run to the table, and then do their turn. So it was actually... I understand what you're saying. You certainly can't hurt yourself when you're an old. Yeah. Not saying... Be careful what about it, but slipping... Two years ago. Okay. So you were a younger man. It was a COVID thing. It was yeah. like, we, we were all like, let's just really lock down for like two weeks and then have a get-together outside. There you go. So we huh. had a little uh, flip cup game. Interesting. I appreciate that. Slide. I've also done that. It's very fun. Adult slip and slide. Yeah. Just be super careful. And that's all Jason needs to tell his kids. I that is, right. They are not going to get so injured that... He's going to have to go to the emergency room. You'll get, you're going to get a couple cuts on the knees. You, you might get some bruises because you banged into somebody, but no one's going to no one's gonna get really hurt. Yeah, especially like if, if, you're just, smart. if you're just doing it in your backyard, we have a slight slope. It's not anything dramatic, so mm-hmm. it's not like you're flying into a tree. The best part is launching off the back of it anyway. Like If yeah. it actually stops you, you, fi- you tell yourself, like, I didn't go into it fast enough. Now, did you? So here's the thing. When the I whole did, goal was to launch off the when back. When I did... The slip and slide, I like ran and like jumped yeah. and like the ground was hard. Like right. it like was not pleasant. Yeah, now, I right. also wasn't drinking. It was <laughs> I was drinking a sober helps. dad and I was right. like, Dad does that one time because dad's happy he didn't dislocate his shoulder as I smashed into the hard ground yeah. and then slid down. But maybe we didn't we also this was a kid slip and slide. I didn't have a lot of room. Right. And now there's not the soap and all that's going start, on too. Yeah. Again, like we were trying to be super careful, so we were starting super low. No one was like belly flopping onto this thing. Well, that's what I, I was like. Oh, it's just like a kid. That was, yeah, and like, yeah, I exactly. was like, I think oh, your God, technique was, was just a little bit off. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was a hard one. Here's uh, what I will say, though. Oh, boy, more. Yeah, trampolines would be the danger zone. Yes. Correct. Yes. And that is the correct response. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. But trampolines, more fun than a slip and slide. Yeah. Uh, debatable. Close. For my kids, it would be because they're both into gymnastics. Oh, there, so, you, yeah, go, yeah. there you go. There's that your answer. That would win there. All right, boys. I saw a list this morning from Myra Medcalf, who does a great job covering college sports for ESPN.com. He put together a list of the top 25 men's basketball players in college basketball from the last 25 years. So that'd be 98 to now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jim Rutledge, I will ask you first, who comes to mind when I, when I bring up that list? Who, who would you say? Would be I don't know maybe your number one I know it's I, I'm I not saw this you a lot list of time. you did see the list yes do so you know who's number one on this it's list Kevin Durant right it is yeah um, well that ruins my question I was going to ask you who you would put number one I, I would Durant's a great one Carmelo Anthony he won yeah. the title yeah. and carried that team so I'll go with Carmelo Anthony I mean that was one of the most remarkable seasons I've ever seen in college basketball uh, there were some good names on that list there was some of them were like once you got past like five or six it got dicey as far as how they were as pros. But yeah, as you got into like the 15-25 range, you got a little You know who was though. really good that you guys might not, you definitely don't remember from playing college basketball? Marcus Canby was one hell of a college basketball player with UMass. Okay. And that team, UMass would never did anything before or after Marcus Canby, but he was remarkable right. there too. Matt, you have not seen this list. I have not. Okay, so if I ask you who the greatest college basketball player of the last 25 years is, and I, their name has not been said yet, who would you say? <sighs> well, honestly... I, this probably I, I know it's wrong. Obviously, it's Durant or Melo got to be up there. But I for for me the one of the most influential or like the resonating March Madnesses and Final Fours that I can remember where the Badgers weren't involved was Kemba Walker and oh, UConn. So Kemba one. Walker I think would be high on my list. 
maybe not number one, but definitely a top five guy. Kemba Walker made me fall in love with college basketball, so yeah. that's a very good answer. Kemba Walker was, uh, is up there. one judge on this panel. So, again, another one would be... Kemba was number 12, I believe, in this oh, list, okay. by the way. UConn versus uh, Georgetown. Ray Allen and Allen Iverson went against each other in the Big East and, I think, in the regular season and in the Big uh, East tournament. When was Ray Allen drafted? Because he was right around where this list cut off. Okay. But I don't know if Ray Allen would have made that list, but I'm saying that that was, again, an epic, epic game there. Khalid Alamine, another UConn player. I mean, UConn has a lot of... um, Oh, yeah. Can you just give me the top five of that list? Of course. I was going to give you the top ten, in fact. Run it through. Number one's Kevin Durant, Texas. Number two, Anthony Davis at Kentucky. Okay. Number three, Zion Williamson from Duke. Number four, also Duke. You hear him weekday mornings, 5 to 9 on 100.5 ESPN. Jay Williams from Keyshawn, Mm. Jay Will, and Max. Number five, Steph Curry at Davidson. Knocked Wisconsin out of that tournament. Yeah, that was pretty. Number six, we continue with the Blue Bloods, North Carolina, Tyler Hansborough. Number seven, which was my answer, J.J. Redick from Duke, who actually probably made me fall in love with college basketball. But then Kemba reinforced yeah. that. Is Adam Morrison on this list? He is, but I believe he was number like 23. I'd put him higher than Hansborough. I mean, come on. Hansborough was legendary, though. Remember the blood down the face? Hansborough was a badass. He's a big doofus. J.J. Redick was seven, Carmelo eight, Kenyon Martin from Cincinnati yeah, Wait, nine. I'm sorry. J.J. Redick is over Carmelo, Anthony. Yeah, I don't know about that. No. Uh, I think longevity. Still. Redick played four years. Melo only played one. Melo was the, the driving force oh, to for the sure. title. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's subjective. It's one yeah. guy's opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 10 on this list is Trey Young at Oklahoma. Which he had a terrific he season. He did. It was just didn't register for me, but I checked out of college I, basketball at that point. So I, I, I mean, I did, and I remember yeah. watching a lot of his games, but I don't think I would have guessed him. Oh, well, Stan um, Belleville, another was. great one here, and I wonder um, if this is too late. Michael Beasley and Michael Derek Beasley Rose was on the list. Derek, Derek Rose. Rose did not make the list surprisingly. They got to the at the championship Agreed. game. Did Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade did make the list. Yes. Okay. Dwayne Wade also like I would put a lot of these players over JJ Redick and Hansbro. Made the list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was really good in college. He, yeah, was, he was, but not as transcendent. Like Rose took his team again, a singular force that lifted a lesser team to a championship game. Now, a guy that I was a little bit surprised didn't make this list. I thought he may be in consideration. Is now on the Milwaukee Bucks. Drew Timmy from Gonzaga, a several-time National Player of the Year finalist, signed a two-way contract with the Bucks last night. Went undrafted and signed with the Bucks. Is this something or nothing, Matt Hamilton? I'm going to say nothing because I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you. I know the Zags have been good I for the last couple of nice years. I conversation around college hoops. He's like, yeah, best player of the last four years. I have no idea who you're talking about. I mean, I do know the Zags have been really good. And like, He's the what? big man in the games if you watch any of the college games. He's the big I, 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 I've Longer hair. probably seen about 10 minutes of the good, Gonzaga his basketball. His picture is going to be popping up on the screen here in a second for you. Oh, so we got big man. I think I... Uh, maybe I recommend. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say uh, it's good for Look the Bucks. I mean, he looks like he should. You should be a fan of him, Matt. Yeah, I know. I think. I think I am a fan. I just didn't know who he was. He's gonna. He's gonna have to make me a fan on the. He's Bucks. not gonna make you a fan. Of, he's Jimmy he, something or nothing. <laughs> um, nothing as far as on the court. Could he be a nice? I'll make a reference here that you're not going to get. Like, Jack Haley was a guy on the Bulls team that, like... Oh, Jack Haley! Yeah. Yeah. That, that, like, but he was boys with Dennis Rodman. And, like, he, like, kind of helped keep Rodman in check a little bit. And they just keep him around because he was a good dude. He was a 12th man. Like, he gave him a good run in practice. And, like, every NBA team still kind of have a guy. It's like, ah, eh, you're kind of in and out. Maybe we just enjoy you. You're smart. You know how to play. You don't complain about not playing. Culture and, guy. Yeah. Like yeah. It still happens, so I could see him being like a culture guy. Big pat on the back to me. There's five seconds left in the segment. And that uh, big Were pat on the back for me. Uh, 
Great question right there. Yeah, Something great or nothing. Questions. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great question. Yes. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Matt, you win. Yeah! It was the Kemba Walker comment, wasn't it? It was Walker, and then yeah. your honesty around Drew Timmy, I appreciate it. It's nothing because I don't know who he is. That was good. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. Come on, swing. What the flock is on your head, Alex Stroh? Scared me there, Jimmy. I'm trying to produce the show while wearing boxing gloves, and it's not going very well. I don't know much of a difference there. Your hat says, wake the flock up. That's why I asked what the flock is on his head. You need to turn your microphone on. Microphone is on. Good. God, uh, he has Stroh. boxing gloves on. He has an excuse. He looks like, uh, what's the? Gilligan. Gilligan. <laughs> Can we he take a photo? Look like you look dead on. Can like we get him a red shirt? He needs to All wear right. a red shirt right now. Alex G is back there. Alex, can you take a photo of him? And then we'll have Maddie <laughs> put up a side by side of Gilligan and Alex Strofe. And we'll ask who wore it better. Oh, my gosh. Because. Strofe did because he's got the green <laughs> and gold Gilligan, on. Does Gilligan wear boxing gloves? No. Okay. I don't know why take your the boxing, boxing gloves, gloves are up. up. Yeah, Just take, take the photo. No, take the Normal. photo without the boxing gloves. There we go. Take your headphones off. We don't need to talk to you anyways. We got Molly in here. We'll get to Molly's game in a minute, but we want to get the photos in there. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Matt, if you missed any today's show, you can listen back. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Wisconsin, and any of those great places, and that's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Pros. That's right. Revive Restoration. They are telling me that nobody plans for accidents, and they're right. Nobody <laughs> plans for accidents, but what you can plan for is to have somebody that can get you back to 100%, get your business functioning again, get your life squared out again without any of the time or the hassle. You can count on Revive Restoration to be uh, professional, efficient, detail-oriented as they make things right again from things like water damage, fire, smoke, mold, storm damage, asbestos removal, and a whole lot more. Revive Restoration has your home or business covered 24-7, 365 days a year. There is no project too big or too small for Revive Restoration, so the next time you need help restoring your home or business, Revive Restoration has your back. You can go to revivepros.com and check them out. And I'm not lying to you. You're not going to plan for an accident, but when it does happen, it's nice to have something in your hip pocket, a group of people that really have your best interests in mind, and that's Revive Restoration. Revive. Revivepros.com is the website. I didn't turn my microphone off, so. <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Are I don't you, turn you my microphone t- off. This is the second time it's happened in two weeks. <laughs> I don't turn my microphone off. You've been in my ear before, yeah. and you never turn your mic back on. I didn't touch the button. I have, That's Strope a you has never turned my mic off. Well, he's And I've asked me. him to before. But you've had some. And he's s- never turned it on, and I've definitely asked for that before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're, you're just killing on your live reads today, Matt Hamilton. Just <laughs> Thank you. knocking it out of the park, Molly. I don't know if you heard Matt earlier today, but he is just on one with and his And I tell you yeah. what, there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. And then, yeah, so Strophy kind what? of took it out of context. But a bush what? And I tell what you the what, fun? there is not a lot of things more satisfying I, uh, than watching a bush that's been an absolute pain in the butt. 
So I have had Olsen two nights to the house today. Okay. And uh, we have this really, you know, like in the 70s, how every house <laughs> had that many bush in your house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 70s bush in front of my front yard. Hey now. That band was super popular back then. <laughs> Super popular. parties yeah. over there too. What's you know going what? on? You do know what I'm sca- saying, yeah, right? Exactly. When it comes to landscaping, so like we were just trying to move on with the times, get rid of the bush. And I tell you what, there is not a lot of things I more satisfying than watching a bush. That- brought this up in a different fashion. I'm sorry. You're just burying yourself deeper. What does but the bush look like? What? <laughs> I took a picture. If you'd like to see. It. <laughs> Do we have a game to play? <laughs> Let's get the Miles game before I get fired. Hi. I am looking for Molly. Speak for yourself. I've been searching everywhere and I can't you see already found it. This is Bush League. This is Molly's That's game Gilligan with Joe. America's yeah. favorite producer, Molly Brown, on Rutledge and Hamilton. I can't look. It's, sh- it's seriously dead on yeah. for Gilligan. It's like I got Gilligan from Gilligan's Island producing the show right now. All right. Well, a little, little bit of Bill Murray and the Caddyshack, too. A little I'll bit of that, too. A little bit of that. Uh, Molly, it's been a long hiatus. Matt Hamilton is very upset about your hiatus, mm-hmm. but... He's trying to figure out how to get himself that amount of time off as well. Well, I, I take that amount of time off. I just break it up. Oh, okay. Just don't take it off all at once. Yeah. So selfishly. God, you're such a good worker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Molly. I, I felt the sincerity. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to Molly's game. Okay, well, to recap, I told you guys that if you would have guessed the baby's due date, that exactly. you would have gotten a whole point, but none of you got it. It's not fair. You were rooting against me. Like, you were the closest. rooting against my date, though. Because it was the same date as one of our other kids, I I didn't want to ha- have fair. them share the birthday. Well, yeah. that's that's fair, but it, it you know that's tough for me pulling for a number, trying to win a, another tally in Molly's uh, game. Well, yeah. That is true. That uh, take yeah. So who was the closest? Um, Matt was actually the closest. He said March twentieth. The baby was born on the twenty second. Jim said the 29th. My due date was the twenty seventh. Uh, and then you said uh, April first, which I would have loved in April, but it didn't happen. And then Sorry. I was rooting for like a Michael Jordan birthday, 323, but that didn't happen either. So but, close. Yeah. So none of you got the point. But so for today, let's kick it off with Wade Miley pitching for the Brewers when they take on the Guardians. Guardians are in Cleveland. Matt. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Named after the bridges that lead into downtown. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, over under six and a half. In- yeah. The pillars well, are the, the bridges. The pillars are on the, the bridges. They're yeah, the yeah. guardians of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the galaxy. So that it does have like a reference. It All wasn't right, just like enough Cleveland talk. I don't care. Go. Uh, over under six and a half innings pitched for Wade Miley. Matt. Under. Brewers are on a six slide and a half? right now. Yep. I'm gonna go under on that. I will Stroke. also go under on that. Okay. Then in the USFL playoffs, Michigan Panthers versus the Pittsburgh Maulers. Who wins? Jim. Nice. I love this. Oh, Pittsburgh favored by two and a half, too. Okay. They're right. both four and six on the season. I'll I'll go with, uh, I guess, Pittsburgh. What was the other team? <laughs> Michigan Panthers. The Michigan Panthers. Um, I thought they were the Maulers. No, it's no, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Maulers. Oh, on, I thought guys. they had some alliteration. Honestly, Michigan Maulers and Pittsburgh Wait. Panthers. This is week 11 of the USFL. Does nobody know the teams yet? Wait, but that is interesting because it's Michigan Panthers 
Pittsburgh Maulers. Yeah, so that is flip. confusing. Flip, flip the mascots, it'd be better. Yeah. The Michigan Maulers and the Pittsburgh Panthers True. sounds way better. I would agree. I'm a Pittsburgh Maulers hater, so you can go ahead and guess where I'm going here. Give me the Why Panthers do you hate Michigan. They, no, they knocked out our boy Chris Orr in the Washington, or excuse me, the New Jersey Generals last How's year. How's Guwap still doing? Guwap's back. He'll be on the Great Dane Huddle Tuesday. But is Guwap still in the playoffs? Is he still in the playoffs? No, he got eliminated last week by the Pittsburgh Ballers. Why won't you play our game? So we him and Orr got eliminated by the same team? Oh, that took me a minute. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? Hey. I, on the air, thought that Chris Orr and Twitter handle Chris Guwap were two different people. <laughs> Yeah, they're the same person. Now. You don't need to Molly look at Brown. me. We <laughs> all looked at me like that. That's the exact same look that uh, everyone Jen gave me. Gave to her phone when you texted her and asked yeah. her if we had plans, plans tonight. tonight. What's a goo-wop? I don't know what this. I had him explain it once, but I really don't remember. It's like doo-wop. I think of goulash. <laughs> Do you guys know? What I'm going to take the. Yeah. I'm going to go Pittsburgh uh, Maulers. Okay. Uh, and then the third and final one, Big Three Basketball. Did you guys yes! even know this is a thing? Oh, yeah. It's been around forever. I yeah. used to be a huge fan. Well, so it started, and then I thought COVID killed it, and then I, no, didn't, even, I didn't even know Ice it was Cube, back. Ice Cube's making dollar signs on that. Oh, and if they ever come to Milwaukee, are they we going? They have to Milwaukee. I know. I'm saying, are we going? Let's if they go. go. I love I'd it. Go. Big Three's fun. Yeah. I would, too. It'd be like watching 2K in real life. But anyway, so over under 14 and a half points for, get this guy's name, Mario Chalmers. Oh. When he takes on the Ghost Ballers. 14 and a half points. What do points. they play to again? I forget what they play to. Should they play to I don't to know 21? what they play to. I don't I don't know. It's, it's not it's, a time it's 14 limit. and a half. It might be a time limit. I don't remember. I haven't watched it since like 19. Um, I don't know. I'll I like, try to find you the I answer. I like the name Mario Chalmers. I'm going to take the over. Do, Wait, do you guys know who, who Mario Chalmers is? Of course. Kansas. Heat point guard. Played with LeBron, Bosch, and Wade. Totally. Yes. He was part of a championship team Agreed. for the LeBron team. Multiple. So. Agreed. Yes. I agree. He was. <laughs> I'm taking him. <laughs> take the over. <laughs> I'll take the under. Uh, I'll go over. All right. Oh, okay, me. so then I need to have you guys do we a tiebreaker. Tie so you tell me the final score of the game. Mario Chalmers' team, whatever team he plays for when they take on the Ghost Ballers. What's the final score? Of his team? Like for his squad? Let's do, let's do total total amount of points in that game. Oh, my God. All right, and I'm sorry. What do they play to? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I figure he's going to only type so fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should uh, score the Maulers game. The USFL. <laughs> How many points can they score on that? It's like, infinite. Yeah, they can. Guys, I'm, I'm God, searching. I'm searching. I'm searching. So it might be a time between, thing. Uh, who's got faster fingers, Molly well, or Stroh? if you had a good producer, I mean, he might be able to find it before me. He's getting closer. All righty. Wait, this is the first 50. weekend, so I can't even look at. I can't even look at fi- like final scores. They from have before. to win at fifty to points to win. Yeah, fifty points to win. So I will go Half with. Uh, begins when a team and you have to win 25. by at least two points or more. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I will go for the combined. Are we just going to go closer? Or are we still going to go prices right rules? Can we just do closer? Let's do closer. Okay. I will do 93. I'm going to go 96. All right. Okay. I like Good it. Good game if we get 96 points. Is there a way to, to watch the big three? I mean, like, yeah, win by four. Yeah. Win by four, I mean. So, yeah, I can get there. What's that? Is there a way to watch... The big three. It's on CBS Sports Network, I believe. There you okay. go. Cool. 
All right. right Thanks for having me back. I cannot wait to win the first iteration back. So we're we're just scrapping that last season. Starting brand new. Starting. We, did, we did a bad job of explaining this to so, our new listeners. But I think we, we all <laughs> we keep track. We all have uh <laughs> we all have a win though over the course of our history together, right? Yes. Uh, all right. Don't speak for me. All right. So <laughs> I did win. I still yeah, have, I think still we all had, I think we all had one win. We all win. have one win right now. I still all right. Have so it. we are starting it all over. This is Molly's game. Should have set that back up for all our new listeners. Molly's been gone for a while and you know because we're up for best radio team in Madison. Yeah. Uh people are just flocking to the show like uh Alex Shelf loves to wear his flock hat. And what Molly's game is is basically that uh, Molly picks games, we pick against the spread and whoever gets the most amount of wins each week gets to get the chalk for that week, and then we do it over a course of a season. The course of the season winner gets the... What did we decide on? 12 weeks? 12 weeks. The, uh, and, and what is that? A skull? A crystal skull? What do you call that again, Matt? Um, it was a crystal... Or a sugar skull. Sugar skull. Is what they're called. Sure. Can yeah. you hold it up to the camera there, Alex? I already did. All righty. Thanks, Gilligan. I, I got just, it. I got it in Mexico for us. That's where that came from. Yes. We still have yet to put it on a necklace or a chain. <laughs> <laughs> we need your Thursday night football chain. What happened to that? Oh, it's still out there. I just haven't put them together yet. Okay. You got to figure that out. Next time that you come into work, you yeah. can do that. This is like a nice little glimpse into Matt Hamilton like <laughs> at home. I wonder why Matt's always late getting here. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. stars above without it life is a wasted time look inside your heart and i look inside mine things look so bad everywhere in this whole world what is fair brother Jim hamilton wrapping it up we for the week what are you doing this weekend matt hamilton i'll have to ask the wife and get back to you <laughs> no um I think I've got a a baby birthday party. Jen's cousin is coming back to town so on Sunday, so in the rain, I'm gonna. That's gonna bring me to Milwaukee. I'll be in the Milwaukee area on Sunday. Sweet to do what? Just oh, of like a one year old's birthday party, but it's family, I guess. So gotta go. Do you have birthday parties for yourself? Uh, I'm not really. You did big a birthday party last time. He sure yeah. did. I'm not super big on it, but I, yeah, I did do a little arcade get yeah, together. Yeah, like adult last time. Party, birthday parties are worse than like children's birthday party. Like they're like exuberant with joy because they're a little kid and they get presents and yeah. But like, it's not about you. I'm not uh, fair, <laughs> but I'm not necessarily trying to hang around a bunch of babies. I don't want to hold the babies. I don't have, like holding other people's babies, and I'm inevitably my wife's going to ask me to hold the baby. And I'm I always like, said eh. no. I always said no. I, I tr- try to. Try so to do you no. hold other people's babies? Like if I'm not related to them, like if it's not my nieces, yeah, just random. <laughs> just, you just pick up a random baby in a stroller all the time. I do it in the grocery store every week. No, I, I, uh, no. I hate it when I'm offered. I mean, like, especially from the I parents. The like, kid. do you want to no. hold them? It's like I don't want to hold any anyone's child except for mine. Yeah, um, it's mostly because I don't trust me. Right. Yeah, I got over that when when my first niece, who's almost three, was born. I was very scared to hold her. And then she's now three, and it's now it's fine. So I don't have a problem with it anymore. I used to be very scared I would drop them, though. And I, obviously now I'm not. I just don't. I don't get any joy out of it. So it's more one of those things. Yeah, it's I don't like mind it. 
Hey, you know what? Someone else is going to appreciate this more than me, so I'll be just skip my turn. Because this literally does just nothing for me. Just skip my turn. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Let someone else hold the baby <laughs> right. twice as long. Right. It's just Take one of those things where it's like, nah, I, I don't care. Uh, so go ahead and, and you go ahead and enjoy yourself. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton. Enjoy your weekend.